Did you hear the big news? We started a private university. We are rolling out a new design certificate program and a master's degree program along with our Design Suite Mastermind. We have new enrollment dates coming up for these programs. And if you want to watch a 10-minute video and learn more, go to designsuitecourses.com slash learn. Today I want to talk about being stubborn and I know something about this because I tend to be very stubborn. When I think I can do something by myself, I want to do it by myself. I want to learn how to make the thing by myself. I want to learn how to video edit the thing myself. In fact, one of the, the strengths of my business is that I made sure that I learned a good portion of the things that we do in our business before I handed it off to a different team member. Now before all of this, when I was only a designer and the only thing I did was make money from my design business is um, I made sure that I learned all the processes so that I could make money. That was part of the deal. And um, by doing so, I learned a lot, but I also wasted a lot of time. And part of it was because 15 years ago, we just didn't know, right? Like the digital market was emerging you know, things like Amazon was still emerging. I don't even know what time, when Amazon came into being, but it was just, it wasn't the way it is right now where people are okay with taking online classes because they feel comfortable virtually with each other. It's just a totally different world than it was back then. So one of the things that I wish that, um, that someone had told me or made me do sooner, and that is get help where I needed help. And I sort of refused to get help, you guys. And that really shows in my progress, especially in year one. Some of you have heard me th heard the story of year one if you've been to a design boot camp or if you have read my book, uh, Design, Profit, and Prosper, which you can get on Amazon. If you have done either of those things, you know that I made very little money the very first year. And I attribute most of that to the fact that I refused to get help. So bad, you guys. <laughs> I hate to even admit it that it's something that I I did. Now, how did I know now? You know, because hindsight's twenty twenty. What I did wrong back then. Well, one of the things I did about two and a half years ago. Uh, well, three years ago, I started teaching courses again. And I was, I was teaching them individually because I just wanted to check and see what would happen if I could spend time time with the students who took my classes. It was a different concept than the way I did it previously. I taught a couple of classes um, online virtually like, you know, 15 years ago, 13 years ago, a long time ago. And it was very much like I, I did the course, people took the course, and then we were done. And um, I tried to add a little interaction back then, like I would do critiques on people's stuff, they would turn it in and I would go through it for them. But it just really wasn't the same as what I put together today, which is really knowing my members, I know what they're working on, helping them get to where they needed to go because then I would feel accountable for what they were working on. And honestly, that accountability is a huge thing for me because by my being accountable, I'm making sure that I'm teaching the right things in my program so that people are actually making money because that's what I want them to do. And so that they're building a beautiful dream design business. And the only way to do that was for me to feel like 
they were like my friend, that they were like my sister. You know, I give advice to my sisters for business all the time, things I think they could do, things they can fix or finish. And you guys have heard Sweet Kim come on here because Sweet Kim's our Etsy coach. You know, when you are talking to someone that's a good friend or your family member, you're going to try to give them the very best advice you possibly can, right? And it's because you know them and you love them and you're hoping for their success. And I just recognized that if I did the same thing in my program, that my people would be more successful. I was, if I was invested, if I saw what they were doing, if I could give them advice to move them forward, I think it's just everything. Okay, moving back to refusing to get help. So um, about two and a half years ago, two and a half years ago, yeah, not even two and a half years ago, almost just two years ago, um, I signed up for um, a program. I just saw a Facebook ad. Many of you who've come to a design bootcamp, you saw a Facebook ad. That's the same thing that happened to me. I saw a Facebook ad and it was someone who was saying, if you're having trouble like launching this thing that you're working on, you know, you should come to my bootcamp. So I did. I went to it and it changed my life because I listened and I thought, you know what? I'm not coachable. I need to do something that someone tells me to do to see if I can make it work. And this is in particular for my design program, but I wish I had done this for as a designer. There wasn't a program like mine that existed, but I wish instead I had reached out to other designers more, to the CEOs of my companies that I worked with and spent more time with them because I, I would have been coachable. Even you guys heard me a couple of episodes back talking about the live retreat and sitting down with Jenny Doan. I listened. I listened to what she had to say because I was like, I need to be coachable because if she tells me something and it means everything to my business or it helps me change people's lives, then I want to do it. I want to try to do it. And so um, I think if you are someone who has felt like you have to do everything in your business and um, I just heard another episode from another podcast where they were talking about this, like they felt like it wasn't their business if they didn't do everything in it. I think I certainly had that issue. You know, when I started my business, many of you know, I, I read a Dreamweaver book and I built a website and um, it's because it was my business. I felt like I owned it and I felt like I had to do it. Um, I built every single product myself. I listed them myself. I did the marketing myself. I got to the chat rooms. I explored and did everything with my shops. And it's the process of starting to let go of the, some of those things. And that took me a little while. Um, it took me actually owning Minilu, which was our physical product company, for me to realize, Karina, you can't do anything to build a really great big business. And that I can't help. I, I can't refuse help any longer because it is to the detriment of my making money as a design business owner. And especially in Minilu that happened because I couldn't ship everything myself, right? I mean, we had, you guys, seriously, we had a book come in from China, which took us, you know, a long time to get. We got it in, um, 2,000 of them gone in one week, all right? Like, I, I can't ship all of those myself. That's not going to happen. I remember like sobbing, like I was crying because I was like, this is the most first world problem to have. Like, 
I can't get any more of this book for six months. And I sold out of them in one week. I mean, like, seriously, come on. It's like amazing problems to have. But I still was sobbing because I was just like, everyone's asking for it right now and I can't get it for them. It was like one of, one of those moments. Anyway, so by starting Mini Lou, I realized that I couldn't, I couldn't refuse the help anymore. I needed a shipper. I needed someone help me build products. I needed to um, build up my listings. Um, we were trying to expand all of the design things at the time. And at the time, I also was still the creative director of Cartabella. So I had a new company, director of Cartabella, and I own a design business all at the same time. At the time, I had a lot of personal struggles going on. And I know I don't get on here very often and talk about personal struggles, but I'm, I'm just gonna say this, they were not minor things. They were big things. Um, my oldest daughter at the time had just gotten a new diagnosis. Um, I started homeschooling her on top of it. I hear of lots and lots of moms who talk about how hard it is to do their design work and, and have a kid either at home, homeschooling, or with a disability. I'm here to tell you I've lived through all of that. Not only is it possible to do it, but you just have to have enough self-discipline to know what matters and what's most important. And part of that is not refusing the help, okay? Refusing the help from your spouse or your partner, refusing help from other children, refusing help from, for me, it was my mother-in-law. My mother-in-law stepped in and started taking my youngest at the time who was in preschool and giving me a couple of extra hours to work a few days a week. That was huge for me. Um, hiring more people to help me run the businesses so that we could grow into what I knew we could become, right? So I cannot tell you, some of you are trying to do this all by yourself. You're an aspiring designer, you're doing it all by yourself. It doesn't mean you can't do all the work yourself because I certainly did and I certainly recommend you do it at the beginning. But those of you who need the inside scoop, you need mentorship and you're not seeking those things out, it is a problem. It is keeping you far behind everybody else because you're refusing the help. And I say this with all love, like especially tough love, because I wish that someone had sat me down and said, Karina, you need to ask for more help. You know, one of the things in my marriage with Josh, I talk about him once in a while, is Josh is actually really good at asking for help. In fact, he's so good at asking for help that he will ask for help for me. And to, sometimes to my detriment, because I'm like, don't ask so-and-so to help me. And he's like, no, you need the help. And I'm like, no, don't ask. You know, I'm like, refusing and very stubborn. And he's like, no, you need the help, right? One thing that's been currently happening in my business that I am so appreciative of is that I feel like I have been slowly and surely building for the last two years a dream team. And... Um, in my company, someone, in fact, my ops manager, started as my first VA, who is now my ops manager. And she is consistently asking me what she can take off my list, but not only just what she can take off, but she's looking at the things on my list going, hmm, I wonder if we can do that. I wonder if someone on the team can do that. I wonder if I can do that. And oh my gosh, it has been the biggest blessing because otherwise I will hold on to everything. I'm very, very good at holding on to things because I feel like they have to be done a certain way and I, I want to micromanage them and I get really stressed out and I'm here to tell you that is not the way of growth because there's so many other things I should be taking care of. I am the main designer in my design business. 
I like designing. And if I can get that time back to design, do you know how important that is? Especially when I've been working on new wallpaper collections, new printable collections, especially as we're showing off all these new short-term rentals we've been doing. And so um, I guess my message today is it's okay to ask for help. It's also okay to decide you want to pay for help. And that's what happened to me two years ago, over two years ago when I followed that ad and I went in and I was coachable and then I purchased the thing. It was more than I'd ever spent in my life. I, I, I wasn't sick to my stomach. I just thought I'm, if I'm going to pay this, I'm going to make this work, which is the way I feel about my design suite members who come into my program. If they're going to pay my fee, they've got to make sure that they can make that investment back. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for that grit to know that this is their dream and they're gonna do what they need to do so they can make their investment back and more, okay? So the thing that happened to me was I paid a lot of money for this thing and I made almost, it was three and a half times back within a month and a half of signing up. And it was like it clicked in my head. That was the first time it clicked that like I had not been paying for any help and when I paid for help, I made three and a half times more than what I paid for what the thing was. And it was more money than I had ever made in a month in a long time. And it was the first time I realized that, Karina, your refusal for help has made it so that you have lost money. I heard this thing, I thought this was fascinating. I can't remember if I've told you guys about this on the podcast before or if I just talked about it in Design Suite. I get a little muddled. Um, but one of the things that uh, they said that I thought was super fascinating was that um, uh, there was a speaker, and gosh darn it, you guys, I can't remember where it was, but there was a speaker, and he said, whatever you're making, if you think you should be making a million dollars, you're actually losing that amount. So if you make $50,000 a year, you are losing $950,000 a year if you think that what you're doing ought to be making you a million dollars, right? If you're making $500,000 a year, you're actually negative $500,000 a year because that's the deficit between you and a million dollars. I thought that was a really fascinating way to look at it because very often when we look at money, especially as business owners, as design business owners, we're looking at how much money we can make. If you started thinking, hey, I could be like Karina and I could make $250,000 in a year, okay? Like if you felt like you could make that kind of money, but right now you're only making $10,000 a year, you're in a deficit of $240,000 a year. And when you start thinking that way, do you know what happens? You start stretching yourself. So you're gonna start stretching yourself to get to the number you need to go and trying to figure out how to get there. For me, when I paid someone to get to where I needed to go, I started hitting those numbers a lot faster in my design business and in my design program. So that's the thing that I cannot help but tell you is that refusal to get help, to be stubborn, these are big deals. Now, I'm gonna say something that might be controversial even though I know lots of you want this thing. And that is very early in um, my career as I started my design business, one of the first things I hired out was the cleaning of my house. And we had a cleaner come every other week um, during my design business. Now, why did I do that? 
in my heart, if I knew I was using that same amount of time, two and a half hours to clean my house, designing, I knew how much money I could make designing. And when I weighed that against the cost of hiring a cleaner, it just didn't make any sense not to have a cleaner. And so maybe your refusal for help is simply hiring some things that maybe would help you in your life so that you can do the work you need to do. Now, some of you might be like, okay, that's the excuse I needed to go home and tell my husband that I need to X, Y, and Z. But that's not really what I'm saying because here's the thing. If your hour, I didn't do it until I was, I was pretty good and my business was starting to go. But if you get to a point where you see that three hours of your time is worth more than having someone else clean your house, that is when you need to hire a cleaner, okay? And usually it means you're fast in Illustrator. Some of the things we've talked about before, fast in Illustrator, you're designing well, you're building up a product listing, you're doing all the things you need to do, right? So just be aware of that. Start thinking about that and figuring out what your time is worth because that matters. What your time is worth, it matters. It, it really does. So, um, and that's some of that refusal to help. Like, I can do it all. I can be a great housewife. I can be a great mom. I can be a great business owner. And then you start feeling like something is slipping. Oh my gosh, how many times have I felt like something is slipping, okay? At the time of recording this, my house is a disaster. I'm just gonna tell you that right up front, okay? I have been traveling. I've been in between travels. I was like home, I'm home for like three or four days. I'm actually leaving again today. And my house is a disaster. And I have made the conscious decision that my house has to be a mess because I do not have time for it. I need to do podcast episodes so that my team can get them in time to edit them. These are decisions you have to make as a business owner and you have to not feel guilty about it, okay? I'm going out of town again and one of my daughters misses me. What I am doing is gonna go pick her up for lunch at school so I can go out to lunch with her because it's about quality time in my mind than it is about quantity time. So I'm gonna go have some quality time with her and then I'm gonna, I have to get on a flight. You guys, this life is not a balanced life. It just isn't. It's really difficult to make everything work and go, which is part of the reason I'm telling you that do not refuse any kind of help that comes your way, whether it's paid, whether it's free, whether it's allocation of time. If you can go out of your way to figure out how you can take the help so that it can really make your life a little bit better, so that you can pay attention to the things that really matter, that is when you will start winning in your design business and in your life. That's all there is to it, okay? It's actually simpler than you think, and it's just carving out the time for the things that matter. If you have been spending all of your time working on blog posts, Stop it. You're a designer. You should be designing. And that's why you hear me emphasize that you should be designing every day. That's why I wrote a book where my goal was to help people learn how to become profitable. Because if you're not doing the right things, then you're just wasting time. And that feeling of imbalance, it gets worse. So take the help, guys. Figure out where you can get a little help and also let go of some things. I will tell you, I have to let go of a lot of things. It doesn't make me happy. (laughs) I love it when my house is perfectly clean. It is not, nor will it be for the next several weeks as we are doing so many things in the business. And I've just decided that 
it's okay. This is the season of my life, okay? All right, I hope you had a good time today. I hope this was helpful and some of you had some aha moments in your brain that just sparked and you were like, okay, I am gonna take this help. You know, so-and-so offered this to me or, you know, we do make enough money to get some house cleaners or, you know what, I am gonna pay to be in that program or take that course or join um, some DIY program to help me get the knowledge I need instead of trying to find all this information on the internet, okay? You guys, there are so many resources. It's just how you decide you're going to allocate your time. All right, guys, I will see you soon. Hey, did you know that you can visit me at makeanddesign.com to learn more about this podcast and join my VIP group for weekly freebies? I can't wait to see you there.